see if we get a Hayward here in a moment. Oh, I think we got somebody else there. Hello, hello. Hey, hey that sounds good. I, I brought my podcasting voice. Oh, yeah. It sounds like <laughs> it. I can tell. You carry yeah. it with you in your pocket? I do. Or how, yeah. How big um, is it? <laughs> well, there's not. <laughs> takes I love asking the, that question. <laughs> takes one of the big pockets, if you know what I mean. Uh, sure. Um, well, I think we're recording right now. Uh, oh, perfect. So um, if you got half an hour, let's make a podcast. Let's go. Um, so uh, you all set, Abe? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're going. Very good. Very good. Uh, we got uh, Hayward Wagner on the phone. Uh, are you in Topeka right now, Hayward, out at the I, offices? I am in Topeka. I have, uh, yep. flew in this morning. That was beautiful, Topeka. <laughs> you know, it is a bright, sunshiny cool breeze afternoon morning here in uh in kansas it feels like afternoon because yeah i left charlotte at 6 a.m um but uh sounds yeah. like you've been awake night also so it's probably feels like the tomorrow afternoon for you right now. yeah i'm you know between the thompson event being a a friday saturday uh instead of a saturday sunday and then traveling here and then we had a national solo event that ran into monday like yeah. I'm completely out of day of the week data at this point in time. I'm I'm just going off of a, if it gets dark, go to sleep. If it gets light, drink coffee <laughs> yeah. model right now. Uh, that's Keep a functional simple. model. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, how are how are time trials uh, national tour things, and how is time trials nationals uh, prep going? Um, I think overall we're really happy with where the national tour program is at the moment. Um, we've we've had smaller events than our wildest dreams, but that is uh, pretty normal for the first year of a program. Um, we, uh, by all of these social media reviews, we can put our hands on. We seem to be having really happy uh, participants. Um, our survey results look really great. Um, I think our staff is really enjoying the program. Uh, we've gotten to go some really, really cool tracks. And so uh, overall, I think we're real, real happy with where that program is. Um, <laughs> We're going to uh, a track uh, a couple of weeks. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. It's uh, uh, Jinjarman, I think it's how it's pronounced. Never heard of her. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll be there for our final national tour stop. And then, yeah, we're heading on to uh, NCM Motorsports Park in end of September for Time Trials National. So that's kind of where our focus is right now. I think Abe and I are both planning on uh, hoping to drive there in, our, in, in his new-to-him Honda and then my old-to-me Honda. So. Well, I mean, if there's anything that I know for a fact in this space, it's that, um, that that when people say they hope to be at an event, that is an absolute commitment. Goes like really that well. Is, it's a yeah, great indication. Is, yes, that's. We actually we budget <laughs> off of the hope index. Um, yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> too. That's too. Yeah, I've it's been, been I've, I've been hoping to be in a dyno for about two months, and I keep yep, finding yep. problems. So yep. a lot of hope. A lot, a lot of hope. <laughs> I'm hoping for the block to come back from the machine shop, uh, and yeah. uh, I keep hoping for the Integra to uh, just grow fresh control arms, but um, yeah. not yet. Well, if you water it just right and put it out in the sun. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, I think the problem is that we, we need a rotisserie. We need to flip it so that we can get better. Okay. <laughs> what so. uh, I, I did see the other day that you're, uh, you're, you're delaying registration for time trials nationals. Is there a reason for that? There is a reason for that. Um, yeah, I kind of assumed that was part of the reason that you wanted to do podcasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we, we got a little thing going. So, I mean, um, obviously the whole North American Time Trials or North American Time Attack Council, uh, see, that's that no sleep thing's catching up to me. Um, you know, our role, SEC's role in that is we really want to kind of be 
the development space. We want to be um, <clears throat> the the organization that people can come to and learn and earn licenses and um, gain experience and kind of get themselves ready to be out, able to go on a bigger and broader and grander scale with Time Attack. And, able um, to spend more money. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we, yeah. We, we want to prepare people to spend ridiculous amounts of money with <laughs> other people. That is our... That's our business. Or with model. you. Or, or with you. Yeah. Or with you. Yeah. Um, uh, basically, building the sport uh, requires new blood, obviously, always, because it's a pretty hard sport if you get semi competitive with it. But. Yeah. And so we are kind of, uh, we partnered with Holly Performance. Um, they've got a great relationship with, uh, with NCM, and they are going to give us the Thursday uh, before Time Trials Nationals. Um, oh, wow. it's, a day, it's a day donated to the event by Holly, and they're kind of only. Um, uh, requirement of us was that we don't charge anybody uh, to participate on that day. That that oh, day cool. is available yeah. to our participants, uh, to the to anyone registered in Time Trials Nationals, as a free test day. Um, but we don't have a whole big population of people that really know how to test and understand what to do with the test day. Um, so we got in touch with Apex Pro and um, Racers 360 and Coney and Haggerty, and uh, we're working with all of our partners on this. Um, and uh, you know, kind of keeping true to my theme, we're kind of doing the uh, the summer camp free day uh, <laughs> concept, awesome. where we're going to set up a uh, a starting line oval so that we can do in car instruction on a on the skid oval and work with people on. Uh, corner entry and corner exit and kind of building foundation skills. And we're going to have classroom sessions all day where you can go to the 10 o'clock with Racers 360 or the 11 o'clock with uh, Apex Pro or the 1 o'clock with Coney or, or whoever else it may be and, and get information from them. Um, <clears throat> and then we're going to have 15-minute sessions rotating all day that are uh, either novice, intermediate, advanced sessions or uh, what we're going to call a sighting session, which will basically be a pace lap session. So every hour, uh, we'll have 10 to 15 minutes set aside for people to be able to go out in the minivan, the rental car, whatever, and ride with one of the pros on a pace lap and get coaching on, you know, what the right line through a corner is and but be able to have be like super, super collaborative in that space. Um, but yeah, we, we want to kind of create this day where if you're new to time attack, if you're new to time trials, if this is not, um, something you have a lot of experience with, um, this is a day where you can make time trials nationals be a four day event and get four days of track time and start off with this like really intensely, um, I wouldn't say it's intense. I think, I think a really like huge opportunity for learning, um, and then, you know, if you've done time trials for a while, you've done time attack for a while, but this idea of how do I test, how do I know if my car is working or not working, um, you know, this is an opportunity to come and maybe get, uh, I don't want to name drop here, but maybe like an Adam Jabay type person to maybe drive your car. And uh, He doesn't know uh, anything about that's cars. That's probably terrible. Was that, did, was, was that not a good example? <laughs> bad idea. Bad somebody idea. Else? Terrible okay. idea. Yeah. Um, pick, uh, pick anyone else that might be hoping to attend. It might be better. Um, gosh, I, I mean, I don't know that we have anybody with that kind of name recognition. So I think, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, I mean, 
we, we've noticed that long, the longer events with more of a, an ease into the event for competitors too, it yep. results in usually a cleaner event uh, and yep. uh, you know less mechanicals, uh, you know less less overdriving. Uh, so that's a brilliant idea. I love that. Yeah, and this cool. is the whole idea here is kind of a choose your own adventure kind of day. Like you can show up at seven o'clock in the morning and do all the things you can roll in at two o'clock and get a couple of 15 minute sessions and, and check out a, uh, a seminar. Um, there's no, like, you've got to be here at this time and the driver's meeting is going to be at this time. It's just, it's really intended to be a, yeah. like, like, what do you need? How can we help you be ready for tomorrow? How many, um, uh, how many drivers last year had never been to NCM? Do you have any, uh, you have any idea what that number was? Uh, I would guess just off the top of my head, better than half. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, that's kind of what I would guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a great opportunity to learn the track and, and, you Absolutely. know, I, I'm really excited about the, uh, the oval aspect of it. Cause we've, we have put a ton of people through the starting line school and used that oval concept and, and, what it really does is it let you it lets you isolate two corners and do them over and over and over again. And so, as an instructor, right seating one, we're not on a racetrack, so you can make mistakes and you're going to hit a couple of cones and who cares? So we actually have an opportunity to teach to and over the limit in finding it. But like that, really, the core fundamental skill of loading the nose of the car under braking and then transitioning the weight to the outside of the car through the corner and then squeezing throttle and transitioning back, like. If you can figure that out, that is applicable on every turn on every racetrack in the United States. And I, yeah. I'm really like, I think we're going to really open some people's eyes uh, having that set up. Um, and then I think also like just the ability to be able to tag one of those instructor types and say, hey, can can we go run a couple of laps in my car and be able to ride along with somebody, uh, even if they're seven or eight tenths laps, but to be able to ride along and see their lines and see what they're doing and then get their feedback on, hey, this is what I'm feeling with your car and, and this is what I would change. Or, um, <clears throat> yeah, that's that's the kind of thing that is super common in the autocross world, but it doesn't happen a whole lot with track events. And I think that there's an opportunity um, to really expand the learning opportunity. Yeah, especially with track events with a competitive element, um, that's not a thing. You know, that right. you're supposed, you know, that's, that's, that's brand new territory, which is very cool. Very cool. Make me yeah. want to rent more days on the track, even though I don't want to do so many days. That's, well, I mean, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a good news, bad news. The good news is we're making everything better. The bad news is we're all going to be gone for like two extra days. So, yeah. You know, there you go. Um, but, uh, you know, NCM is such a great facility and it's such a challenging track. Um, you know, 22 turns and, and a bunch of different configurations. And I think that, uh, that's one of those tracks that you could spend a whole lot of time on and still be learning it. Yeah. Watching videos. Uh, it's wild. Abe was just there. Um, how, how did you feel Abe? You'd done a couple of, of events there before, but like, how do you feel your grasp of that track is after a few events? Uh, I mean, it's probably my second favorite place to drive uh, behind Blackhawk uh, for, but it's, it's definitely one of the most challenging places I've ever driven, but in a way that's like, I think really rewarding. So, um, you know, I have friends that are really, really fast on that track. And so like, I kind of use them as a benchmark and I see myself with like, you know, 10 or 15 seconds away at times. And it's like, okay, well, you know, I feel like I'm going pretty good. And yet the, like the, the opportunity for improvement is still really, really large. And I, I feel like that track lends itself for, for people really wanting to drive. Yeah. yeah I think, I think when we had the opportunity, you know, 
the opportunity was brought to us um, from the track uh, initially, but it was such a no brainer because um, and when I'm talking about the time trials nationals opportunity, um, uh, as you guys are well aware, we're on a 10 year contract for that event to happen at that track. Um, and that exactly what you're talking about, Abe, was so important to us is that it is a challenging track. It is a hard track to get right. But even when you're not perfect on your lap, it's not a punishing track. You know, yeah, so many there, tracks... there's like Road Atlanta is very uh, challenging also, but it's like it is a punishing track by comparison. Right. Yeah, you only get 12 wrong once. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we've seen a couple of people just barely tank slap down that straightaway, but that doesn't oh, happen. Oh man, up. man, that well, is not very often. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, that's uh, and then of course time trials nationals uh, will kick off the next day, and um, we're gonna do a uh, Friday is a practice day. Everyone's gonna get three twenty minute sessions on Friday that are timed, um, but not scored, and that gives us a chance to let everybody. Uh, get more familiar with the track. It also means that we start putting people in grid order so that when we get to our time attack sessions, uh, we're already in grid order. Um, and then uh, Saturday morning, we'll do a track sprint, the standing start, flying finish concept, which has been super well received at the uh, national tour events. We get, um, yeah, I don't want to stereotype anybody, but we get some opinionated uh, folks from time to time at these events that ask us <laughs> questions like, do we really have to do that? stupid track sprint thing and uh it's amazing how many people that are skeptical of it um come back afterwards saying that that was kind of their highlight of the weekend so uh we'll do a section of the track on saturday morning we'll do time attack on saturday afternoon uh, i think we'll probably do a second track sprint section on sunday morning and then uh, more time attack on sunday afternoon so it's um uh, we haven't done the math on how many hours of track time we're looking at across the entire uh, four-day experience, but it's it's pretty substantial. Yeah, it sounds like a lot. A lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, don't worry. We're, the the track is super easy on tires, and I'm told that cars fuel themselves there, so consumables are not, uh, not an issue with that <laughs> amount of track time. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I, I think about us, if we did uh, four-day events regularly, how many of our of our total field would make it to Sunday? Because, uh, like, not, not- Cars, cars break a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. But I yeah, think some and- of that too is just like coaching and messaging, especially to your competition format. It's, you know, you don't need to burn the car to the ground on yep. Friday. The goal is to make it through Sunday. Yeah. And we're really talking about two competition days. Um, you know, people who want to show up on Saturday morning and kick off with competition, if they're comfortable with the track or that's all they have the time for, that's totally, uh, totally doable. That's not an issue for us at all. Um, and really when you get down to competition elements, um, you know, the track sprint, I think is pretty easy on equipment. Um, we do occasionally have, um, a, uh, a, a all wheel drive car, try to rip asphalt off the ground on the launch and the asphalt always wins. Mm, um, yeah. but, uh, you know, aside from that, it's, uh, it's, it's relatively low, um, vehicle impact. And then one of the things that we're looking at doing, we haven't made a final decision on this, but um, if any of your listeners want to jump on our Time Trials Nationals Facebook group and give their feedback, um, we are uh, thinking about going down to 10-minute, 10, uh, 10 to 12-minute time attack sessions, um, given that everyone's going to get an hour of practice time on Friday. Uh, what we've really seen across the national tour is that people um, start to disengage a bit after three or four laps. They're either coming in or they're going offline and giving point buys. 
Um, but really the, the core um, effort to get that lap time in seems to be on the first, second, and third flying laps. And so maybe going to a type of thing where we are cutting back the amount of the duration of those track sessions and either going to smaller groups or more of the sessions. Um, but that's also absolutely a reality of like, we don't have people coming in on the second or third lap saying my brake pedal feels weird. That's happening in the 14th, 15th, 16th minute of that session. And so um, just trying to do as much as we can to make sure that people are having an opportunity to stay ahead of mechanical issues, um, you know, not get too far into the false sense of confidence level of driving and, uh, and make sure everybody's really, um, you know, taking care of themselves, taking care of their cars. Well, I think that's probably one of the, the major selling points of your event is because you're throwing um, uh, opportunity to people on Thursday to get additional seat time and track time. Uh, what you do is is you kind of make people aware that uh, they're not like you don't have to substitute competition time for seat time. Whereas sometimes we see some of our drivers will go out and use every minute of every session, right? Uh, be, because you know it's a two day competition. Really weekend. Yep. And so if you give them that seat time up front, what they can do then on the back end is focus exclusively on you know doing that great lap on the first one or two, you know. Right. Yep. And I think that speaks to where we're trying to be positioned in the marketplace. We want to be that development series that gives people the opportunity. Um, you know, this isn't a, uh, yeah, I've, I've have, having been to some of y'all's events and, and seen some of the global time attack this year, you know, it's such a different mentality of I need one lap this entire weekend, as opposed to our folks who are maybe never seen that racetrack before, never even driven on a racetrack before. Um, yeah, this is, this is our marquee big banner event. And we run a novice group that people who've never been on a racetrack before are welcome to come and be a part of. So it's a, it's a real different, um, real different approach. And obviously there's huge value to both sets of, uh, of, uh, criteria, which is why we're all working together. Yeah. I think, uh, I think some of the, the differences like between global and super lab, uh, grid life and, uh, SCCA, I think they, they kind of complement each other. Like we, th we do many things differently than, than you guys and you guys do many things differently than us, but building the sport, it's definitely an evolving motorsport, uh, and there's a reason for it. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it, it's pretty applicable to, to today's, uh, tuner culture and driver culture it, it's uh, it's fun you know uh, it's and it's not as all in as wheel to wheel uh and it's it's not just harry's lap timer and an hpde so right right um, yeah yeah we've had a number of people come out that have uh road racing experience and i think that they have been really surprised at how just changing up the challenge has engaged them um and then of course you know with the folks that have done uh a bunch of track days and never gone on a clock the the first time that the first time that you actually are cognizant of the fact that what you do is going to show up on a piece of paper like yes. that is such a wonderful effect on the human brain like it's really really cool to watch people get their liquid yeah uh, <laughs> i remember the first time that my name was on a lap uh, on like a printout and it, uh, it, it does, does mess with you a little bit. Uh, it's a different mindset that you have to train yourself into and not freak yourself out. But. And then, of course, um, since I've got a little bit more time to work with you guys, I feel like maybe I should mention that uh, little 1,350 driver autocross we've got going on in uh, 
Lincoln, Nebraska, beginning of September. Um, we are sold out on that, but managing a wait list. And then uh, Adam, yeah, I assume fast too, huh? What's that? Fast too, huh? Yeah, we uh, um, we had a, a we have now learned that uh, a registration system cannot load test for a thousand people trying to do the same thing at the same time unless a thousand people are trying to do the same thing at the same time. So um, we, we created problems for Motorsports Reg that Motorsports Reg didn't even know they had. I heard about that. Uh, yeah. But we, we, did, uh, we did get it done, and the, the uh, registration was open with available spots for about 24 hours. So we feel pretty confident that the people who are really serious about getting in did. Um, and uh, if you've never been to that event, um, Adam, you've never been, have you? No, I haven't. No, nope. man, we gotta we gotta get you there. Um, Abe as well. Um, yeah, chop no. liver over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, more awkward than me. I, I was registered last year, and then I family know. stuff prevented yeah. prevented yep. it. Uh, yeah, so, one of the one of the we'll we'll, we'll do podcasts uh, with the trash compactor margarita machine. I'm sure that'll be fun. love it, love it, love it. Yeah, you get great content. Well, speaking um, of uh, autocross, I did my first SCC auto, a, excuse me, SCCA autocross since 2016 last weekend in the new yeah, Civic. He, he buys a Mugen uh, SI, and now, shockingly, it's reliable enough to actually go have fun with. So. Yeah, he's an autocrosser now. Brilliant. Where, where, where was it? Uh, INR up in, uh, like, Portage, Indiana, so cool. northwest Indiana. Good times. And uh, the car classes into G Street, mm-hmm. which is probably not the most awesome place to be, given uh, the, the lack of performance potential on that car. But I did, I did learn what it was like to lose, so that was good. Well, I mean, that's really the life lesson that autocross is there to teach. <laughs> and I say that as a, as a 20-year autocrosser. Before we this, uh, he was like, i got to complain to Hayward about uh, about the classing and the Mugen. I'm like, I'm sure somebody's already complained. It's not his job. <laughs> you know, I just, I, just want, I just want everybody to understand um, that, like, I actually make all of the autocross, road race, and time trials classing decisions completely by myself. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, yeah, I just – 100 uh, on your back. Yep, yep. I've got, a, I've got a, uh, a dartboard and a set of die, and we just – throw a dart and that's the first letter and then we roll the die and that's the number and that's your class oh that's awesome i, I appreciate the uh the, the chaos in that it's it's totally fair and objective so yeah absolutely good. everybody has the exact same chance of getting screwed over so it's perfect <laughs> as An- as andy hollis says when nobody's happy you have classing right <laughs> actually way to put it so and then uh, after time trials nationals, we're going to pack up and head east. And uh, we've got uh, the runoffs coming up at VIR, which um, I'm super excited about. Like that's such an amazing track. And uh, I grew up as a as a track brat at Road Atlanta, and and went to the runoffs there for a whole bunch of years. And um, I'm really excited to see that event come back to the southeast and be at a natural terrain racetrack. And you know, I I've, Indy was a blast and it was super cool to be at Indy and every time we go out West, it's a great experience, but there's just something that feels right about, um, about the runoffs being at a track like VAR. So that's, uh, that's going to be a big, exciting week for us. Any, uh, any talk of ever bringing it back to Rotolana? You know, um, we're not it recording, was, right? Uh, oh no, definitely not. Yeah. It we was, turned off. The- it was there longer than any other track, right? Yeah. It was, uh, it was there from 1971 to 1993. 
Um, I think Mid Ohio has the second most number of appearances at this point in time. Yeah, um, so no, we're definitely not recording. You can feel free to speak your mind. So we're we're we are uh, at Mid Ohio. I'm sorry, Road America in twenty, India twenty one. Um, and we're starting right now to have some conversations about what 21 Ford is going to look like. And are we going to continue this change every year? Are we going to get into a kind of a repeat pattern of maybe three or four tracks? Are we right. going to continue to try to go to new places? And so I think the conversation about does the runoffs go back to road Atlanta is probably going to be had here in the next couple of months. Um, sure. Of course, once that conversation's had, then there's the contracting process and all those things that can take literally years to get in place. But it, it's definitely an open conversation. Um, I think there's a lot of people that uh, I think there are as many people that would be excited to go back to Red Atlanta as there are people that are like, don't taint my memories. I've, I've, I've only held on to the good stuff. I forgot how cold it is there and how terrible the mud is. And don't don't, don't subject that to me again. But of course, you know. <laughs> Road Atlanta. <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm thinking about my January or what do you do? <laughs> we actually used to do it over Thanksgiving. The runoffs used yeah. to be Thanksgiving weekend, and it was. Yeah. Um, my dad tells stories about uh, going and getting motor oil from the drums in the paddock, and they would just put logs in the fire in the in the uh, barrels to absorb the motor oil, and they were burning motor oil in trash cans and corner stations to try to keep the flaggers alive. Jeez, that cold, huh? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I've been there in December and it's, and it was like 50, but it was kind of a little bit of a freak warm thing, but yeah, yeah. I, I think it'd be rad to go back. Um, I love that track. I love that you guys go there. Uh, I always, I love that you guys get to go there because I mean, you guys go there because it means I get to go to Rhode Atlanta once a year where I don't actually have to do anything. And, um, <laughs> that's pretty special. You get to make some announcements to, uh, for the autocross. Oh, that's cool. I, I pre-record all those. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we uh, we don't we don't know how uh, how many years we'll go back there. But it's a uh, it's a cool facility though. Uh, but man, is it hot in August? Uh, and yeah, that's about that's about the only time we can go um, yeah. schedule wise with them. But uh, it uh, we got really lucky last year. It was nice weather. Yep. Yep. So. Yeah, you said Road America is what? That's next year. Road America is next year, and uh, it'll be my first time going there. It's one of the last major tracks in North America that I haven't gotten to, so I'm pretty excited it's about that. So one. awesome. Yeah, I'm looking We're going forward to it. You should uh, you should come on a scouting mission and give me a hand for a couple of days. Uh, I I don't I don't I don't really work at racetracks. I'm sorry. I'm just, it's not it's like asking your friends to help move. Uh, come come help organize a track event where you're yeah. not uh, not on staff. Uh, exactly. uh, you know, <laughs> my truck is it's in the shop. You know? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, love it. Love it. What else? What else can I tell you guys? What uh? What what other burning SCCA questions do you have for me? When do when do when do when does Reg open for time trial nationals? That's what next week. Great question. Uh, we are opening on Jan- uh, January seventeenth, uh, July seventeenth. Uh, I believe it's noon central. Um, my expectation is a uh, three hundred ninety five dollar entry fee, which covers as many of the four days as you want to do. That's so cheap. Um, That's and- so cheap. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna tease a little bit. Um, we do have a a tire partner, uh, Yokohama, that has been doing a program this year. That if you're running on their tires, uh, they will pay seventy five dollars of your entry fee into a time trial national tour event. I think that number is going to be bigger than seventy five for time trials nationals. So um, you might want to price out a set of yokes for 
for that event. Um, I have not driven on them yet, but I hear that they're absolutely fantastic. Um, we broke the car before we got the tires on it at NCM or at uh, CMP. Um, but I will be, uh, I'll have the Integra at uh, NCM run on some Yokohamas. So I'm looking forward to that. What are you running? The AO 52s or something? Yeah. <clears throat> yep. I, I love the sizes that they're offering in those too. They're offering like a huge array of sizes. Yep. I'm yeah, kind of yeah. It's gotten good feedback, so I'm looking forward to checking that out. Um, and then, of course, uh, I have to, you, you obviously would buy those tires uh, from the tire rack, and because, um, <laughs> yeah, there's just that no brainer. And then obviously. Uh, you're putting them on a racetrack on your car, so you're going to want Haggerty uh, coverage with the car, and um, which you really don't even need if you have Coney shocks on the car because that pretty much handles all the solve, <laughs> solves all the handling problems right there. But if you have questions, you can always go to our friends at Racers 360 and have them help you with those sorts of things. And, of course, uh, when we're talking about grip management, what better product is there on the market than Apex Pro? Yeah, um, that is so. uh, a clinic right there. You just found a clinic. That? Boom. Very impressive. Um, but, uh, well, Abe's got a hard out for, uh, for getting back to work, and I probably should do that too. And then – Sounds like Hayward it has a job still. Uh, he's in Topeka, so he's not fired. So he's probably going to go back to work too. But yeah, I'm thinking about it. I'm going to check it out. I've been thinking about uh, thinking about doing some work. Um, we'll see how it goes. No promise. No, we we appreciate you popping on for a, for a quick show today, though. Uh, hey, thank to, you guys. To pimp all of your your wares, <laughs> just hawk them at us. Hey, it's championship season. It's time yeah. to go. Uh, bu- busy season. Well, let us know when we can announce our runoffs, and we'll see you there too. So awesome. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> all right, man. See ya. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the Pits at Grid Live to say hello.